This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. my hands of this weirdness. And welcome to this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We are da- your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Uh, you know, it's one of those things we're getting back on uh, in the swing of things. We've been out for what three weeks now, Tom? Yeah, three weeks. Been uh, out getting a lot of rest, but uh, we are back in action and ready to kick some ass. So. We are now. It's one of those things where. You know, we spent those three weeks uh, essentially going over to a new platform. So uh, we are now on Phoenix Media. And obviously, as you can tell by the name, Phoenix Media is our own network. And so I've been getting the equipment set up, the brand new studio, as you guys can see here. Uh, Tony's been helping me out with, uh, you know, getting things dialed in, you know, making sure Zoom works correctly, that the broadcast goes out correctly. And, uh, you know, so we're still going to be tweaking little things as we go live and, and and, uh, you know, as we figure things out. But in the meantime, uh, we are back with brand new live shows. Now, with that being said, we do have a few changes that are going to be happening uh, on the show. Um, namely, we've got some new daily topics. So uh, instead of the put it in your mouth Monday, we have uh, what we call silly rabbit. This bit is for kids, which Tony will take us through here in a little bit. Just sort of talking about uh, funny stories about kids and the things they do and and uh, parenting, you know, those sorts of things. The other thing we're looking for is a third co-host. Now, we had Ryan Wink for uh, the beginning of the show. He had a, a job that he picked up and uh, eventually, uh, you know, it ended up being a bigger project than he expected. So he has officially left the show, but uh, we would like that third voice, uh, ideally somebody female. But, uh, you know, if the right person comes along, you know, we're open to all possibilities. That way, if Tony, uh, you know, has one of his, uh, you know, weird work shifts or I've got to run somewhere, uh, we've got somebody else that uh, can sort of keep things going. And uh, it's always nice to have a third person that we can bounce things off of as well. So that's one thing to consider. The other thing is our call-in topics are gonna change a little bit. Uh, before we would solicit call-in topics live and we heard from you guys that, uh, you know, you might be a little shy about calling in, whatever it may be. So the way we've done it is we're gonna put out the call-in topic the day before. So today when we go through our call-in topic, we will uh, at the very end tell you what tomorrow's call-in topic is. So you guys can call the Phoenix line 
you know the Phoenix line. It's 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-336-4973. And then you guys can just chime in there. You leave a message, let us know what you think about the topic, and then we will play it on the next day's call-in topic segment. So uh, a lot of fun stuff. You know, Tony, uh, over the break, you actually came out here and visited uh, with me, came to Nevada, came home. Um, How was that for you? Oh, it was excellent to be home, man. It's always great to see you, see Jesse, see our friends, uh, see my dad and aunts. Uh, it, it goes so damn quick for me. It's it's not really a, uh, I don't want to say a vacation. It is because I'm not working, but uh, right. it was, I got to soak in a little extra. I know we tried to get the show off last Monday, but we weren't quite ready for it. So I would have been in studio with you, but right. uh, <laughs> I'm back in uh, Fort Collins, Colorado, and uh you know, soaking in my last day of freedom from work, which it's it's been a nice run away. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie. So right. Well, you know, it's I shaved too. Finally, there I you mean, go. Yeah, yeah. Got a little grizzly, or as one of my friends' kids told me, I had a Colorado beard, which <laughs> I did not. It was just really, really stubbly. That was it. So it feels good to be clean and uh, clean, freshed up, and uh, rocking a Van Halen shirt today. <laughs> Looking a little, little less hobo-y. Yeah, a little, just just a little. That's all right. Yeah, I I got so used to sleeping in and and you know enjoying you know waking up when when the sun was already up and then this morning you know alarm went off at five forty five and <laughs> look out the window and it's pitch black and it's like oh but. I'm up, we're here, we're doing the show, we're having fun, and uh, hopefully you guys are joining us and having fun along with us as well. Um, Tony, anything else you want to mention about uh, what we're doing with the new format with Phoenix Media uh, before we talk about what's going to happen with today's show? No, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, If any of you out there have uh, podcasts or you have aspirations to want to do radio shows, uh, you might want to reach out to Christian and... uh, We'll see if uh, it's something we can do for you. Get you on the Phoenix Media Network. Uh, looking forward to also getting our podcast back up and running. We yeah. tried last night, but uh, <laughs> technicality still didn't uh, allow that. So for fans that are watching this show that are also fans of that, don't worry. That's not going anywhere. Right. It's, it's just, coming. It's all coming. Right. And it's going to be part of the network now, which is uh, even better. So uh, you know, we'll be able to do probably a live show, maybe Sundays, figuring out the time slot. Um, that way it's consistent. And uh, you know, you can always listen back to it through Phoenix Media. And as Tony mentioned, you know, if you've got a great uh, live show, for instance, you're a podcaster and you want to expand your reach a little bit, um, or you just have a great idea for a show that can be developed a little bit, reach out to us. We do have a limited number number of talk show slots available and then everything else is filled in with great uh, rock music from alternative rock hard rock uh, heavy metal at night Um, you know it's what else can you ask for so uh, the other thing we're looking for is advertisers if you uh, are a either a local business a regional or even uh, a national worldwide business We've got great advertising opportunities and we reach a lot of people. So lots of stuff going on, but you know what, Tony? It is Monday. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? Briefly, I hate Mondays, hate them. Therefore, I decree from this day forward, there'll be no more Mondays. All right, on today's show, as I mentioned, we have our new segment called Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. We have a segment called If You Really Think About It. Our call-in topic today is bullshit. 
bullcrap Halloween candy. <laughs> and we, we are trying to say it without getting fined now, but we, we can, but we're still trying it. to yeah. keep it PG 13. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, reading is fun, demental. We have this day in history, and Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. <laughs> Welcome back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. I forgot to mention that today is Monday, October 12th. I almost said August 12th. Yeah, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, we've been gone so long, it feels like it's still August, right? I was going to say, let's not go back in time, especially with uh, the way 2020 is. Let's just get the hell out of this year. We're almost at the finish line. Hopefully some brighter days ahead. Let's get through this. Yeah, we want to keep moving. Let's not go backwards. Keep moving forward, that's for sure. But uh, in any case, we love to hear from you guys, uh, whether you're chiming in on the Facebook page or you're giving us a call on the Phoenix line. Now, the Phoenix line is a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. You can uh, talk about uh, what's going on with the new format. Um, Maybe you can uh, give us some ideas on where you'd like to see the direction of the show to go, um, or you can just tell us how you're doing. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining, and we'll compile those together and put them out in a future show. You look like you want to say something, Tone. Yeah, I just, uh, well, I'm adjusting. I'm just trying to get the microphone in place, really. I'm I'm just ready to do my thing. That's all. Well, speaking of Tony and his thing, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Good morning. It's October 12th, but I was going to say the intro. I thought about what I was going to say. The intro, you know how I used to say, no, back to the show. I find like a mean Gene Okerlund or something. (laughs) Well, the funny thing is, Tony, you and I recorded some liners that we're going to be putting in there. Uh, I actually did one this morning sort of as a generic to put in there, but I accidentally loaded the wrong file. So that's why you didn't hear it. uh, Didn't hear nothing. I was like, yeah, we need need something fun there. I digress. This is the entertainment news, but before we roll with that, we used to do this thing, and we'll dust it off, Filippo Fast Five. All right, we're going to clump this into one disappointing, depressing little package here. No. Margaret Nolan, iconic Goldfinger actress, she passed away at 76. Tom Kennedy, named that tune game show host, he passed away at 93. And lastly, over the break, Eddie Van Halen died at 65 due to cancer. Honoring today with the Van Halen shirt. Rocking the shirt. It's probably, yeah, it's probably a little small for me. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a, little, it's a little on the snug side. So, anywho's, Dak Prescott yesterday suffered a gruesome ankle injury, um, likely out for the season. If you saw it, you saw it, and if you didn't and you want to see it, go see it. And you can't uh, unsee pray, it. You can't unsee it. Prayers right. go out to Dak Prescott uh, on a day, ironically, where Alex Smith came back from a gruesome leg injury from two years ago. So 
you know, one, one real uplifting football story to a sad story there. Yeah. Um, staying in the realm of firing, or I mean football, uh, spoiler alert, Falcons <laughs> fire head coach Dan Quinn and GM Thomas Dimitrioff. Uh, the Falcons are 0-5 for the first time since 1997. Um, the Lakers, no surprise, won their 17th NBA championship last night, and LeBron's fourth with the third. And LeBron also has now won uh, fourth championship with three different teams, and he's also been the MVP for the finals for the third time. LeBron James. James. LeBron James. I'm glad you had that sound by already. <laughs> Me too. Uh, Wonder Woman star Gal Gadot is going to play Cleopatra in a new movie. Cool. And lastly, Pixar's Soul will skip theaters and premiere directly on Disney Plus and will not charge an up fee like Mulan. Interesting. Yeah. And now going to start it off with some TV news here in entertainment world. Um, Ewan McGregor has confirmed uh, that the Disney Plus Obi-Wan series begins shooting in March 2021. Um it's going to be the Obi-Wan Kenobi story, I suppose, McGregor said. It's not all about me, but certainly will be a lot about me. This is where I would play that good. <laughs> good. Uh, good. Uh, they start shooting in March. Um, he's excited. It was announced in 2019. The series is said to be a single-season, six-episode show set eight years after Revenge of the Sith and 11 years before A New Hope. During a time when the Jedi Order has been severely diminished, it seems to me we are basically getting thoroughly detailed Obi-Wan movie. We love it. Um, so, nonetheless, that's something to look forward to in the new year as we pass crappy 2020. So, uh, my brain is that uh, I want to keep touching the uh, mouse here. Right. In non-extremely geeky news, but fans of Elf on the Shelf... Um, it's uh, the the elf on the shelf is a scout for Santa who hides in people's homes during the holiday season, and in order to keep watch over the events and report back to Santa, after flying back to the North Pole, the elf returns home and hides in a new place, just waiting to be found. Well, it's a tradition. It's been that way since uh, 2005. Obviously, our childhood that was not a thing, but it's a thing today. Yep. And. It seems like Netflix has acquired the rights to develop original stories based on the elf on the shelf. So, uh, you know, parents, your kids are going to love this. I'm sure you will, too. But uh, Over you know, and it, over and over again. It's aimed at preschool and family audiences. So, you know, yay. So, see, I, you like how I go from Obi-Wan to that. But, uh, you know, it should be fun. I think if you have little kids... Netflix has been killing it with original series, things and, and properties and whatnot. So I'd imagine this is going to be a very good um, series for the kiddos around the holidays. Something fun to watch. Right. So um, doesn't say when it's going to be out, but uh, look forward to it. It'll be on Netflix. Um, box office report as we transition into movies here. Uh, <clears throat> box office shouldn't even be really around it's right. not uh, it's not really thriving or mm -hmm. anything you know but um if you wanted to know the top movie this weekend was a robert de niro film Interesting. and it was a kid movie with robert de niro oh, was it that grandpa thing yeah uh, it's called yeah. the war with grandpa took an estimated 3.6 million dollars for the number one spot at the box office 3.6 million 
They wow. used to be considered a flop. But in my day, that was a flop. <laughs> yeah. That's a success in today's world. That is true. Um, yeah, so it's a uh, PG-rated film. Um, hit 2,250 screens. Um, it actually was done in 2018. So it's one of those movies they just dusted off and, hey, let's make some move. Let's make some money with it. Uh, let's see. What else came out that's... Uh, this is how great the box office is. Well, but, I can't uh, imagine there were any other new movies that came out, really. Uh, you know, Tenet, still second place, $2.1 million. Third place, which I'm surprised is actually not number one, Hocus Pocus. We went and saw it. Brought in, yeah, you know, it's done $42.3 million since being back in theaters. Um, was the number one movie last week. Um it's playing so i mean a great movie still holds up to this day and it was great to see in theaters oh i bet i i don't remember it i remember seeing it in theaters as a kid right i was a little kid you know and vanessa shaw awesome (laughs) uh new mutants was number four and uh that is the end of that um let's see what what i got two minutes left before it's commercial time actually it's nice having a clock here it's like speed this up yeah Um, I'll save that story for another day. Let's uh, just talk about uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to reprise his role as Doctor Strange in the next Spider-Man. So interesting. Um, he'll be uh, he's going to be Tom Holland's mentor, Peter Parker. So obviously, in the first one, it was Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. Second one was Happy by John Favreau. This one it doesn't really give a whole lot, but Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be that, which means the. Uh, his Doctor Strange, his sequel movie, the Into the Multiverse, is going to really start to tie together, and uh, Spider, it's going to spin the Spider-Man world into its own Spider Verse. Which right. we're, we're hearing rumblings that uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are going to reprise their roles. Well, we already as know Spider-Man. Yeah, we already know Jamie Foxx is coming back as Electro. Not that and weird. He won't be blue. Exactly. Not that weird yeah. version that we got uh, last time. Yeah, and it also looks like uh, Kristen Dunst and Dane DeHaan are also being rumored to come back as Mary Jane and Harry Osborn. Interesting. Um, obviously, Emma Stone can't come back as uh, Gwen Stacy because, <laughs> spoiler unfortunately, alert. She, yeah, she died in second Amazing Spider-Man. But I think that's all cool to tie that together. So um, that is really it in entertainment news. It's stretching a lot because we're back to that don't have a whole lot of things coming out but great tv news tomorrow i'll have a few other stories obviously but let's go ahead and roll on to the birthday it's my birthday well it was some birthdays today's not a whole lot of action but we will go with i'm gonna share a few from yesterday if uh, that works get my thing to go (laughs) all right uh yesterday's birthdays and today's all combined Terrell Suggs, he was a former Raven in chief. He's 38. I think he was a Cardinal for a second. Uh, Hall of Fame quarterback, 49er quarterback. Steve Young, 59. TJ Watt, he's a defender for the Pittsburgh Steelers, is 26. Got a hell of a win yesterday over the Eagles. Um, Emily Deschel, Deschanel. Uh, see, I Filippo'd my first one. So there you go. 44. It's good to be back. Luke, Luke Perry, a.k.a. Dylan McKay, would have been 53 today. Kirk Cameron, um, Mr. Seaver, uh, 49. Josh Hutcherson from The Hunger Games, 27. And Mr. Wolverine, Hugh Jackman, 51. Sneak, sneak. 
Let's go, bub. <laughs> That's your birthdays. And folks, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, Tony is going to be leading us through our new Monday segment of Silly Kids. Sorry, Silly Rabbit. So you can't even get it right. Silly Rabbit, this bit is for kids. Folks, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. <laughs> See, now we got it back in there. Any case, this is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, October 12th. Now we're all over social media with many of you watching us right now on Facebook Live and soon to be YouTube Live as well. We love when you chime in. And, uh, you know, you can find us anywhere on social media. I'm available over at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio or on Instagram at Christian Phoenix. Tony is available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanfilippo.94. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O or on Instagram at Tony.sanfilippo81. Now it is Monday and our new regular Monday topic is something that we're calling Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. <laughs> Hi, Christian. <laughs> well, while Tony isn't quite peewee, he is going to take us through, you know, some yeah. of the funny things that kids I ain't do. I a pervert, man. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Inside reference there. If you know, you know. Exactly. All right, Tone, the floor is yours. All right. So this new segment, uh, silly kids. Um, so basically what I'm going to do is just uh, – I'm going to read some things here. Uh, basically, like today is, um, is there ever a time, I know a lot of you have kids, some of you don't, but you listening do have kids. I mean, was there ever a time that you just felt like your kids are, are, good, are just criminal masterminds? They're so smart. They just <clears throat> completely blow your mind in the sense of, how in the hell did they do? Right. Okay. So what I'm going to do is going to cover. So I'm going to ask you, Chris, mm -hmm. Chris John. Is there a time, was there that aha moment where uh, Corbin or Reese Phoenix blew your mind and you're just like, man, they are little masterminds. Maybe not criminal. Right. But enough where you're like, damn, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's, um, you know, nothing that they did that was, you know, quite underhanded or, or, or sneaky in that regard. But the one thing that uh, I did notice early on is, you know, Corbin has a very uh, engineer analytical mind. And, you know, as a little kid, for instance, Reese, if you ask him how something works, you know, he'll come up with something like, oh, you know, uh, magical unicorn farts make it, uh, you know, do whatever it is. Corbin, on the other hand, is like I said, he's very analytic. He, he's engineer-minded, and he would make up just off the top his off, you know, how something would work. And more often than not, he was about as close as you could get, coming from a five-year-old, six-year-old, whatever it was at the time. And uh, it was really sort of interesting to see that uh, his brain was putting things together almost properly. And so, uh, you know, we, we've often said that uh, he's destined to be uh, an engineer when he's older or a computer uh, um, 
computer science engineer, whatever it may be. But uh, that's sort of along the lines of, you know, maybe what you're looking for. All right. Yeah. So along those lines, that's neat, man. My little nephew putting it all together there. Yep. Uh, but right here, I'm going to share a couple of uh, their experience with the kiddos. Uh, Twitter user LZAP16 said, 25 years ago before the internet, my son was 14. He lied about his age, ordered computer parts by phone and COD, which is cash on demand for us. Uh, right. The younger <laughs> folk. Uh, the parts would show up before I got home. He built his own computer in our basement. I had no idea until his sisters let me know. He now owns his uh, own computer company now. So <laughs> just just simply amazing. That's really cool. Um, that actually sort of reminds me of, and I know you did it when you were a kid. I did it too. Uh, teenage years. We weren't old enough, but we got those uh, CD. Uh, um, oh, Columbia House. Columbia BMG. House BMG. Exactly. You're damn right. Yeah. You wanted a good free way to get music. Whoa. Yeah, you got what twenty CDs and and for that uh, price of one, right? Right, and then you cancel it as soon as you get it. I did mm -hmm. it. I know you did it too. Yeah, well, there was times where you just didn't pay. It. You, you could use fake names back in the day. Yep, and it just oh, well, you, you could do it multiple them. times. Yeah, little criminal masterminds. <laughs> Look what we're doing. We have our own radio show now. Exactly. Jeez. Uh, and. Twitter user Ed O'Laughlin, my youngest hacked our Netflix parental code. She put light grease on the remote and got me to input the code when she wasn't looking. Then she noted the numbers I pressed and went through the combinations later. I am both frightened and impressed. <laughs> I would be too. That's uh, pretty damn impressive. Yeah. Going back to Corbin, he knows the parental code, but the thing is he's such a honest person that he, he doesn't dare go outside of it because he knows he'll get in trouble if if he does <laughs> yeah it's one of those things it's hard to monitor if you don't know what's going on yep kind of a kind of a similar little mastermind here uh twitter user Kristen pole had uh mentioned that our 15 our then 15 year old social in our 15 year old social engineered kid uh social engineered my husband by saying his phone wi-fi access didn't work and using my husband's phone to check the issue he added to himself he added himself as a wi-fi admin so he could disable restrictions each night all summers he played games until 4 a.m until i caught him oh no <laughs> what what a way like how am i gonna fool mom and dad and play call of duty all night i mean that is pretty impressive now what's more impressive is he got away with most of it mm -hmm. without getting caught because i'd imagine like he's gonna be loud and talking smack online all I right living with kids at my old place with Paul, man, those kids were up at all hours of the night and they, you could hear a lot of uh, smack talking going on. I wonder if the mom just thought he was talking to himself or watching TV really loud. <laughs> you know. Right. Um, Cam Noss, uh, AKA Mama KKMK, that's a weird name, Twitter <laughs> user follower, sure. Uh, my child took my new phone and immediately within seconds put her face into my facial recognition. I didn't notice it for a year. She did it under the premise of taking pics with my new phone's features. I used to work in tech and I'm officially ancient. So <laughs> kind of cute. At least it's harmless in the sense of it's just pictures. I know a lot of uh, my friends that have kids that let their kids play with the phones have about 10,000 selfies on theirs. Surprisingly, yep. not of themselves. It's of their kid taking multiple shots of 
their own thing here. So. Well, and even with her working in tech, tech isn't what it used to be. I mean, it changes so rapidly that if you don't stay up on it and you're a parent who isn't quite familiar with the way it works, your kid can take advantage of you just like these. Yeah. And this one here, now, I don't know if I believe it, but I'm going to read it because it's entertaining. All right. But, uh, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs, Twitter user. Uh, <laughs> when I was five... Okay, when I was five, that's where I don't really buy it, but we'll, we'll go with it. When I was five, I really wanted a toy from McDonald's. So I took my mom's flip phone. It was 2006. When she wasn't looking, and I texted my dad asking to bring McDonald's, and it worked. My mother was both confused and impressed, LOL. I don't know if I buy that, but, you know, like, as a five-year-old going to know how to do a flip phone and actually right and not only that but you didn't have the qwerty keyboard there you had you know for what was it for a c you had to push two three times for yes like i I don't know unless they did a lot i don't really buy that one but i had to read it um this one uh dr pepper's husband that's the twitter user (laughs) i shared this with my oldest daughter and she told me it reminded her of my younger daughter. Apparently, she once asked me for the access code while I was asleep, and I told her, I do not remember this. Well, if you're if you're hopped up on Dr. Pepper, you are going to reveal. <laughs> so let's see. What other fun ones on here? We've got a couple uh, minutes, a yeah. Of, a lot of them are cracking the codes. So I uh, kind of want to share. Ooh, here we go. All right. At Paige Albee. Twitter user. I have a separate code and password for everything, and my eight-year-old knows them all except for my bank card. Well, until yesterday when my hand's wife were full, I was trying to get the money out. She piped up, it's cool, Mom. I got this, and proceeded to enter in my bank codes. Hand on forehead emoji. That's, uh, you know, at least it's your kid that knows it. I mean, and they're little. You have time to change it. You're right. not completely, so. <laughs> Still a little scary if, uh, you know, a lot of us work off of the same passwords. You know, I've got basically variations on a series of passwords. And you know what? If you never change it, it makes it that much easier for the kids to hack. Yeah, it is. Um, is just crazy how all of them like as i'm reading through these it's a lot of they know my atm pin number they know my password number uh let's see as i scroll i i I did try to read through these but a lot of them are the same so yeah just looking for a little variation Uh, yeah i want a little different one but uh this one's cute let's go with this ellie k says my youngest son six at the time came up to me when i was alone and said, Daddy, I hacked your screen time password and then showed me. He then promised he wouldn't use it without my permission except for emergencies. I was so proud I took him out for ice cream. Way to go. He was just honest. He he hacked his he admitted he hacked his dad's password, ratted himself out to mom, got himself a rewarded ice cream comb. That is There you fantastic. go. Win win win. All right. Tell him I think we Yeah, we got time for one more if you find a All right. Pretty good one. So we're just going to go with it. Number 21 on the list. The Kraken. Aha. When I was 11 or 12, I bypassed parental controls on our TV by redirecting broadcast channels through the VCR and using a coax cable plugged into a potato as an antenna. You can't trust kids. You should probably just let a kid do a kid who can do that watch whatever they want. 
that's pretty damn impressive. And the fact they had to use a potato as an antenna, which I kind of remember. I'm kind of that old that I have heard right, those things. Right, right. So, there you go. The Kraken, man. Kraken codes, watching whatever the hell she wants. There you go. Well, folks, that does it for our first Monday segment of Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. When we come back, we've got uh, a segment called If You Really Think About It. We'll explain it in just a minute. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, October 12th. Now, uh, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, not America Matters, phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, Scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get everything you need or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart. So many, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. And tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now, speaking of caring and speaking of sharing... Wanted to talk about uh, things if you really think about it. It's sort of those existential questions that, you know, every once in a while, you know, you're, you're, you got in the back of your head and, and you wonder if some people have the same thoughts. Uh, Tony, anything come to mind on your end as far as just sort of these worldly thoughts that you wonder if uh, other people think the same thing? Uh, well, lately, of course, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it, I we're we're going to keep this non-political and controversial. So, but you know, with in it, I'm just going to do it as a general thing here. But uh, with current things going on, you always wonder, like, is it real? Is this is this for real? Is this really going on? Like, how is this happening? Mm-hmm. Things like that. Yeah, I think a lot of different things every day. But uh, that's a common one. Or or sometimes I'll think of. Uh, you know, back in the day, uh, for electronics, uh, before uh, touch, uh, when phones started taking off with touchscreen, mm-hmm. I was always like, "Man, they should put old school video games on here and just put like digital buttons on here, so you don't need a controller. You can just do that." Well, I thought about that a long time ago, before it ever existed, uh-huh. and and I'm like, "Man, I wonder if they're going to develop it." And then, like a year later, sure enough, it was on there. It was just like, "Wow." That was weird. I mean, I'm not smart enough to come up with the technology, just the idea. I was like, man, that would be sweet. But uh, So that would be a fun example. Yeah, apparently somebody uh, shared the thought. You know, one of the ones that I've always had, and we've got one that's uh, similar on the list, is, you know, food. You know, who was the first person to figure out you could cook a food this way or even eat a food? You know, you, you go around an early man. You know, there's berries out there that, yeah, are good to eat, but there's other ones that are extremely poisonous. So, you know, if you had to send somebody out, somebody had to be the guinea pig to test a berry and figure out, is it safe? Is it going to kill you? What's going on? And so, uh, for instance, the first right. yeah, first one on this list, um, you know, somebody at some point probably figured out medicine this way. You know, an ancient human says, oh, hi, plant. What happens if I eat you? 
the plant says, of course, the plant doesn't actually says that, say that, but it says, uh, uh, you'll crap yourself until you die. The ancient human, oh, but what if I eat like just a tiny bit of you, just one drop of your juices or something? The plant now confused says, you'll um, crap yourself just a little bit. And the ancient human says, oh, cool. Hey, people, I found a medicine plant for constipation. And the plant says, ah, oh, crap. So, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those existential questions that, you know, somebody thought about. That's along the lines of what I was thinking. Um, for instance, let's move on to this next one where, uh, Tony, do you ever do the do, Mountain Dew? No. Because it shrinks the it shrinks the testicle. That was always that was always the uh, the uh, thing. I don't know if that's true. I highly doubt it. I was always more of a Dr Pepper. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny you just mentioned that. I haven't thought about that in forever. Yeah, remember that was the old adage as kids: don't drink too much Mountain Dew, your balls will shrink. So. Right. <laughs> that's the way it goes. Well, uh, this user uh, Max <laughs> Max of Two D says. Uh, you ever think about how Mountain Dew is really a poetic name and how if someone didn't know what it was, they'd probably guess some herbal tea made of the finest leaves of the Alps. But instead, it's just a radioactive gamer soda. Yeah, that pretty much is. Because like anymore, you see like it's all associated with um, it's just associated with amped all night. Mountain Dew amped. Extreme sports. Kill streaks in. <laughs> yeah. Here's another one that uh, when you really think about it, it sort of makes sense. Uh, underwear is a bit strange. So me underwear. Me explaining underwear to aliens, we have smaller secret pants that we wear under our normal pants. Yeah, if you really think about it, underwear is a strange thing, but it is so necessary. Uh, I don't know how some people can uh, really fly commando. Yeah, it just it is one of those things. You got to have that nice and just it's just got to be protected. I don't know. <laughs> Moisture you know? wicking always helps, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, jeans, uh, you know, what was the old, uh, not to stay in that realm, but there used to be that thing in high school, free ball Friday. Right. <laughs> you wear jeans, F that, man. No, they're no. They're uncomfortable. Chafing and rubbing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not no. my idea of fun. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, here's one that I don't know if it's true, but if it is true little mind-blowing says Americans probably sounded like Shakespeare did uh, somebody put put uh, at what point in history do you think Americans stopped having British accents and somebody replied back actually Americans still have the original British accent we kept it over time and Britain didn't what we currently coin as a British accent developed in England during the 19th century among the upper class as a symbol of status Hysteri historians often claim that Shakespeare sounds better in an American accent I would have never considered that, but uh, yeah, it makes you think about, you know, how accents evolve over time. You know, just look at the Australians, you know, they were a variation of the British accent and now they sound similar, but different. Yeah, I I love the Australian and British accent. I am a huge fan of those. Or like them, I don't always do them right, mate. You know, sometimes I can do it, sometimes I mess it up. It really depends, you just never know, man. <laughs> uh, here's a trope that uh, Tony, I, I know you're used to getting, is the nice guy trope. You know, the nice guy never gets the girl, and so uh, don't know quite how. Spoiler alert! True. <laughs> 
Don't know quite how this one holds up, but uh, a person put, uh, how come nice guys say milady but wear fedoras? I don't know any nice guy that does either one of those, but it says, uh, if you're saying milady, you should be wearing tights and a neck ruffle. If you're wearing a fedora, you should be saying, see here, dame, meh. Classy fedora dudes never say milady. Uh, why do they always have katanas? They're, I, this, oh, that person. I know, right? Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. No, not many people wear fedoras anymore. Some do, but uh, they definitely are not saying milady. And the people that are saying milady are like the uh, <laughs> the Renaissance festival type. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, walking oh, around like, with like, a big I'm a nice turkey. dude, but I don't go up and I'm like, hey, you want to go out, milady? I mean, because if I try that, that is just going to hurt the diminishing returns on that right, right away <laughs> well and the you're thing, not even you're not even getting into friend zone with that you're like your ass is locked out well and whoever wrote this makes me wonder where is this chick hanging out because uh yeah who really says milady and who wears a fedora <laughs> any oh know. my god so i was down at mclaren's plum <laughs> yeah i said plum and uh <laughs> there is uh there's this guy and he hit on me and he was wearing a fedora and he said my lady and i was like ow <laughs> that was good <laughs> Moving on, this next one, Tony. I, I, I'm officially old that I don't get the whole slang of you know kids these days, bay or yeet. But uh, apparently, yoink. Yeet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, the word yoink is the opposite of yeet. What the hell is yoink? I have no idea. Uh, yeah, Yoinky yeah. doink. Oh. Now, I did have to get schooled by my friend Stacy this week. Uh, her kids taught, I guess, some of the things is it's cap. I, what? I don't know how to use that. Yeah, it's cap. It's not, it's not calling Kaepernick. It's, it's not Kaepernicking. It's, it's cap. <laughs> I don't okay. know. Right. I don't know what it means. And uh, uh, what was it? Like to hang out and chill is now like it's vibing. Vibing. That's so weird. Yeah, it's we, strange to me. Right. I feel so old. Like when I was talking to her, I was like, "All right, I feel like a grandpa. I don't know. I'll rock my Van Halen shirt. F it. Yeah. Well, let's go." And slang is even regional. I remember, uh, you know, I grew up in Southern California. You know, and you would say, "Oh man, that's cool," or "That's rad." Well, we moved to Minnesota, and they didn't say "cool" or "rad." They said "mint." They're like, "Oh man, that's so mint." I guess because it's colder up there, they need something that's, uh, you know. A little bit cooler in in uh, tone anyway so that's so mint you're so cap <laughs> we're so butchering today's slang. we should probably do a topic of today's slang hey we've done old-timey slang why not do uh, today's slang and see if we can figure Let's it find out. out yeah if any of you listeners have teenage kids or young kids please Help us understand what the hell is going on. We need to know. We'll cover it on a future episode. And then finally, as uh, we head out to our long break, here's something to think about. Uh, skeletons are even spookier than, think, than you think. There is a skeleton inside of you, but you are inside of your skeleton. Your brain, your... Um, uh, um, your, your organs. internal organs, all of it. Yeah, it's it's quite. Never thought of it like that. I've always just thought there is a skeleton in me. I, that's I never really think of anything else. 
<laughs> well, folks, that does it for this first hour of the show. Uh, when we come back, uh, we've got our call-in topic, which uh, we'll explain a little bit more about how that works. But uh, don't go anywhere, folks. We will be back in just a little bit. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here comes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. second hour of this edition of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, October 12th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host still, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, we're back. How are you feeling in that first hour? <gasps> Delayed. No, I feel good, man. It feels good to be back. It uh, feels like a little normal. Like I, I know in my brain what to do after the show go to the Sherwood Forest, hit the gym, <laughs> make a Costco run, the daily dose. Yeah, it's it's funny when you have routines that, that get you going. The last three weeks that we were out felt out of sync, not normal, sort of strange. But uh, now that we're back in the swing of things, it's Monday. You know, we got the thing going. And, you know, I think it's been going pretty smooth. You know, a couple little technical things that I'm still figuring out uh, yeah. with the new system. But all in all, it's going well. I agree. There are a few little things like I'm not sure why today on Facebook. I don't don't think you guys that are watching or listening. We like to expand our viewing audiences by sharing it both on Christian's page and my page. I I couldn't share it today. I don't know why. Yeah, and I and, think I think that's something on Facebook side because when I went to the share, where I share it from is not in its normal spot. I had to look around gotcha. a little bit for it. I found it, but uh, yeah, because I can see there's one share, and I tried to like piggyback on that, and I haven't. So also the guy responding on the current Phoenix page when it says Christian Phoenix, and there's some typos. It's not this guy. Well, it's this guy. It's not this guy over here there you go so, yeah just getting the pointing thing down again yeah so uh yeah yeah like i think i responded to one one of the fans and i put oh we love love you love love like, <laughs> we love, just love love yeah. yeah we love love you on the christian phoenix show yeah tony's yeah. A, tony's an editor on the facebook page and so uh oh if, god don't ever say editor that's bad <laughs> Ooh, that's pushing it kid but if he forgets <laughs> to switch it over to his own name then it comes out as me but uh you know what we're one in the same we you know tony's never gonna piss somebody off in my name hopefully no 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 i'm pretty good like i'm very well behaved on this show um <clears throat> when we were regulated by fcc it was only two uh s bombs yep never the f bomb two nope. s bombs no. Even old Jimmy Jones felt the wrath of it on his show once, and there was no <laughs> editing. So. Well, and the good news is that, you know, we're not regulated by the FCC, so if you accidentally drop one, it's okay. 
We don't have to worry about we'll it. We'll just move on. We'll dance from it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. But we're mm. still going to try and keep it PG-13 because we know there are kids that listen to the show as well, yes, which is are. awesome. We, we love Hi, that. Hi, Annabella. Hello. All right. So... <laughs> Hello. Hello. So uh, today's call-in topic, and the call-in topics are working a little bit differently now that we're here with Phoenix Media. Again, I said at the top of the show that uh, you guys had expressed that uh, you might be a little shy about calling in live, which we understand. So we want to give you guys the option to still call in, leave a message. Again, you don't have to worry about uh, going out live or, or over the air, or if you even screw up, you know what? We don't necessarily have to play it, but uh, what we are doing is we are letting you know of the call-in topic the day beforehand, and uh, once we get to the end of the next segment, I'll let you know what tomorrow's call-in topic is, and then asking you to call in on the Phoenix line. Again, the Phoenix line is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-336-4973, and you have all day to chime in. You're not regulated to just when we're doing that segment live, and uh, we want to hear from you. Obviously, we want you guys to chime in as well on the uh, Facebook page, which, uh, you know, if you're watching from anywhere else, you head over to facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio, pull up the live video there and comment in the comment section. Now, with all of that out of the way, today's call-in topic, and uh, while you didn't have much of a heads up on calling in for it, we would still love if you chime in. Tony and I will talk about it, but we're talking about bull crap Halloween candy and, uh, you know, we all have Bullshitwood. Oh, I thought you were going to drop it, Tony, and I almost no. reached for the dump button, which doesn't exist because we don't no. have to worry about it anymore. I scared you. You did. Just you did. Seeing if you had a pulse there, kid. <laughs> no, I'm not going to cuss on it. So before we go to you guys and we want to hear what your bullcrap uh, Halloween candy stories are, Tony, what is the one that comes to mind? You know, you're a little kid, you're excited, you go get dressed up. You come back and you start yes. rifling through your candies, and they have what? Oh, you know those uh, crappy orange and black candies? They're, there's no name. They're just in wax packs, and they're just this taffy thing. The saltwater taffies? Just, well, I don't even know if they were that. They were just, they were black, they were black and orange. I don't know what the hell they were, but I remember being dressed up as Raphael... <laughs> Well, my sister was Raphael, and I was Michelangelo. My mom made these bitchin' Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle costumes back before you could buy these things. Dude, my mom was legit at making costumes. Nice. I may have to share, like, a Panthera one. Well, she did awesome. Here, here's a little bit of a hint. That might be our calling topic tomorrow. Ooh, snips! Oh. But right, anyway, well, go ahead with your story. Rambling there. <laughs> well, we, you know, the local Carson City police officer was, he saw, liked the costumes, compl you know, complimented us. My mom's, you know, you know, she's like, yeah, I made them, blah, blah, blah. Good stuff. So he rewarded my sister and I uh, candy. And well, that was nice gesture. And you should just be grateful, kids listening, be grateful that you get any candy. Um, <clears throat> They rewarded us with the crappy orange and black candy. It was just wrapped and they taste like crap. Yummy. No one, no one wants that candy. <laughs> I just, so bad, I don't even know what it's called. Well, not only that, but, orange you know, black. when people talk about, like, razor blades and needles being in candy, those were the candies I always sort of imagined them being in because, you know, they weren't quite sealed up. They were in that loose, uh, waxy paper and... 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, not a whole lot of fun. But uh, in any case, that's the sort of thing we're looking for. We want you guys to chime in right now on the uh, Phoenix page on facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio under the live video there. And then when we come back, I'll give you my pick for the worst candy of all time. So folks, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And welcome back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, October 12th. Now, uh, we are smack dab in the middle of our call-in topic, which, uh, as I mentioned, works a little bit differently now that we are under Phoenix Media. You guys don't have to call in live. You can chime in any point of the day by calling into the Phoenix line, which is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-336-4973. Today's call-in topic is the worst Halloween candy of all time. Now, we still invite you guys to chime in on our Facebook page. That's uh, facebook.com forward slash Christian phoenix radio just pull up the live video and comment on there now tony talked about his being those weird uh, taffies orange and black um they are called peanut butter taffy okay. which sounds weird that i i wouldn't like peanut butter because i like peanut butter um lacy had chimed in and said she loved them so that's how i knew what they were so, okay uh before uh, like obviously we've got to hear what mr phoenix is <laughs> well, and, old Sherboski yeah. uh, candy, right. and some of these candies, you know, some people love, some people hate, and we'll get to a few of those. There's other that are just universally hated. For me, I think the most bull crap candy. Uh, Tony's pointing to his Van Halen shirt for some reason. Uh, <laughs> is raisins, nature's candy. I always that is nature's candy. Oh, I always hated dumping out, and you got that little box of sun-made raisins. Oh yeah. Who, who in the right hear it through the grapevine? No, no. Who in the right mind thinks? Oh, you know what? They're really gonna appreciate this. I'm gonna give them raisins. They're no, not gonna. Those are the yeah. It's it's you awful. Always used to piss me off is like my parents. Like when you know the parents would do like the comb to make sure like you didn't have bad candy. Uh-huh. My dad used to do that to the Reeses. He used to be like, "Oh, that Reese's is open. That's bad. You can't." <laughs> he was like, "Just pick." He would take my candy. I put the steps in, buddy. <laughs> but he used to take it. But yeah, and you, he would leave you with the crappy stuff, like the raisins. The raisins were terrible. They were. Uh, it's funny. We instituted this thing for the boys that, uh, you know, obviously, if you've got a ton of candy, nobody gets through it all. So we have them pick out, you know, their 30 favorite pieces of candy. So they pick it out, they put it in a bag, and that's what they get to enjoy. Um, you know, we as the parents get to go and pick a few things, and then everything else is donated. So, uh, you know, there's some great organizations that send candy uh, overseas to the military, and uh, that's what we do. We take that extra candy, we donate that over, and then, uh, you know, ship it out overseas. But, uh, you know, just one of the things to think about if uh, you can't get through all of that candy or some of the terrible things that uh, people decide to give you. 
Now, Tony, I have a feeling that uh, Lacey might have chimed in on what her pick was for Terrible She Candy. did, and so did Annabella. So Annabella's pick is Smarties. Those really? Are her, she's not a big fan of the Smarties, which I get it. You, you get an overabundance of those. Yeah. Because they're in those mix packs, you know? <clears throat> so you get a lot of those. And then uh, <clears throat> for Lacey, it's black licorice. So anything with black Ooh, licorice in it. I agree with I Lacey agree. there. Yeah. yeah, black licorice is a thumbs down. Got to give that a down. Black Not licorice good. tastes like uh, cough syrup. You know, it, yeah. there's nothing enjoyable about it. You know, I need to add that to the dating list. If you like black licorice, it's probably not going to work. <laughs> You're right. No, out. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That, that, that shouldn't. I just, it just reminded me of somebody from my past that was all about the black licorice, and it was disgusting. Yeah. Uh, Kendra chimed in. I think she agrees with me. Uh, she hates raisins as well. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Bullcrap Halloween candies. All right. I'm going to run down a list and guys, you know, feel free to continue chiming in. Here's one I never understood. It's not candy and nobody actually would use them. Wax lips. Do you remember getting those tone? Oh, those were, yeah, they're awful. You would put them in your mouth and, uh, well, I'll just put it in your mouth. Right. But like, they had like a little stick thing and you just would lick the face. Yeah. Right, they were a novelty for well, five they were seconds. Awful, yeah, they yeah. were just to be more like, oh, look at me, I'm funny. Right, and you couldn't eat them. You know, they were they were just made out of pure wax. It was gross. Yeah. <laughs> Here's one I kind of agree with when it comes to actual candy bars. I was never a big fan of the almond joy and mounds. Oh, bro, bro, <laughs> almond joys are badass. I. Mounds? I, I didn't like mounds. Actually, I didn't mind mounds. It was just coconut-filled chocolate without the nut. Right. Without the almond. Almond Joy was the same thing. Just with, Oh, man, I loved it. Boo on that. I, <laughs> thumbs up for me, man. Almond Joys are badass. What about uh, hard grandma candies? Whether it's the Werther's Originals or just those um, nondescript candies that were wrapped in the cellophane. And, and again, no. I think those were the razor blade candies. Yeah, the Werther's sucked. Mm -hmm. I always hated when I got those. Those were usually... <laughs> those never really made it, you know? And I don't know if I'm getting old uh, now, but I love Werther's Originals now. You know, yeah, Bella and Lacey like Almond Joy and Mounds too, so... Hey, I guess... So poo-poo on that. I guess I'm uh, out on an island on no, my own. it's just cool. No, it's, it's good. It's difference of opinions. Yeah, yeah. How about yeah. Uh, bootleg gummies? You ever get the ones that were like in those little like vacuum oh, yeah. pack weird gummy things that... Yeah, if they... If they weren't by like not Hasbro like the toy, but they like Hasbro, right? Like H Haribo. Haribo. Okay, so there was Haribo. Like those seem to be legit, but there was another brand. My thing is like I like the normal gummy bears. Like there was these certain ones that were actually really gummy and actually had a little flavor to them. Okay, but if you got like those knockoff ones, man. They were not good. Yeah, yeah. Or they had those jelly ones that were, the consistency was weird. They were more slime than they were gummy. Not my favorite. All right. Yeah. Uh, moving on. This one is about as polarizing as it gets. Candy corn. Tony, where do you fa fall on the candy corn scale? No. I'm not a huge fan of it. Like, I don't hate it. Um, I know that uh, when I was home... <laughs> that uh, due to scaring our friend Lori, she was rewarded a bag of candy corn from Brandy. So that was nice. Um, 
Lori likes uh, candy corn. I, I know you like the candy corn pumpkins. I think they're okay. I don't think they're terrible. Mm-hmm. They're not something I'm going to go to all the time. But they're okay. Yeah. I find most people either love them or hate them. I'm on the love side. Uh, you know, they have to be the Brock's candy corn and whether the, the yeah. pumpkins are the actual candy corn. They're delicious. I love them. I, I don't care. What would you, you do that pizza? Would you do that pizza that was going around on Facebook? That it, meme? If it's made by Brock's and it sound, if it tastes just like candy corn, if it doesn't have any weird flavorings, then yeah, I'd probably try it. Oh, Lori gave that an F no. That's so. <laughs> yeah, worth a try. For those but... listening, the F stands for friends. Yes, friends no. Friends. Here's no. another one that I never really enjoyed, mostly because of the consistency. Uh, Tootsie Rolls. You know, Tootsie Rolls, whenever you got them for Halloween, they were rock hard. Like they've been sitting around for three years. Forever, yeah. I'm not a big Tootsie Roll fan, but I liked Tootsie Pops. Okay. As weird right. as that is. Like, I enjoyed the sucker part. You know, you'd always go for, like, you'd look for the Indian with the star. You'd go to right. the store and get another one. That was the only Was that thing true? Was, was that something you could really do? I did it at 7-Eleven by my house. Really? I mean, they're out of business now, and but... Yeah, I did they do it. Gave away too many uh, Tootsie Pops that had too stars many on. Tootsie Pops killed Seven Eleven. <laughs> yeah, had nothing to do with the rent or the crap no. location where it sat on Highway Fifty. No, um, I think that was true. Now, I was not a big fan of Tootsie Rolls, but I did like the flavored ones when we got a little older. Like okay. they had a strawberry one. Yeah. It was okay. I didn't like how it stuck to the teeth and stuff. So I'm with right. you because if it was rock hard, oof. Yep. Rough. Yep. Along those same lines, what about bazooka gum? You know, you got the little bazooka Joe uh, comics in them, but most of the time, again, they were rock hard. Awful. The gum was great. It's like double bubble. or You know, that stuff was great for about 2.5 seconds. Then you spit that crap right. out. It was enough to go maybe chew. Right. The only thing I liked about bazooka Joe was the comics. Otherwise, what a pile of crap. Yeah, yeah, they were terrible. Terrible gum. Terrible. Uh, moving on, how about uh, Bit O Honey? You remember those? Yeah, I was not a big fan of the Bit O Honey. Yeah, no. It, it just, it was, no, I didn't like it. Thumbs down. <laughs> I it's agree. It's getting it down. I agree. Yeah. And then before we head out and before we tell you guys what tomorrow's call and topic is, that you guys can chime in on uh, the Phoenix line. Anything that isn't candy. I always hated when I got toothbrushes or toothpaste oh, or yes, pennies. Please. Pennies? Who's giving out pennies? Yeah. Old people. I remember getting weird stuff. Um, Got to say, though, back in the day when baseball cards were like the big thing, um, I used to get uh, packs of baseball cards from one of the neighbors. They'd hand That's out cool. one big size candy bar and a package of baseball cards. That's awesome. And, we, and they, it, that was cool. Yeah. And we always uh, seek out the neighborhoods where uh, you get the full-size candy bars because those were always the best. Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, before we Halloween is among us. <laughs> that was a terrible movie, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> don't, don't you talk about Huey Halloween. <laughs> All right. Before we head out, I uh, wanted to let you guys know the Colin topic for tomorrow. Tony sort of mentioned it, was your favorite homemade Halloween costume. I think most of us had some rendition, whether we were kids or when we were older and made them for the kids, or maybe it's something you just saw when you were out and about. Again, favorite homemade Halloween costume. You guys can chime in anytime, 
today on the Phoenix line. That is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO, 855-336-4973. Well, folks, that does it for our first call-in topic, coming back. When we come back now, we have a topic called Reading is Fundamental. Now, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, October 12th. Now, uh, we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It's a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to call in on any topic whatsoever. Maybe you want to chime in on terrible Halloween candy. You can do so, or as we're doing now with our call-in topics, call for tomorrow's, which is your favorite homemade Halloween costume. You can chime in on anything. You can tell us how much that you love that we are back. Again, that number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973, toll-free from anywhere in the world. We just want to hear from you. Now, in this segment, I want to talk about reading. Reading is fundamental. I came across a list of people who, uh, you know, were caught in public reading books that uh, either were ironic to their situation or make you wonder about uh, where they uh, are in their lives. Tony, uh, are you a big reader? Do you uh, pick up a book every now and then? Every once in a while, if it uh, piques my interest. The last one I read was Ready Player One. And uh, it was either that or it was uh, Sammy Hagar's biography. Okay. Um, yeah. So every once in a while, I will. Well, it's not as much as I probably should, but let's be real. I don't have a lot of time for it. Yeah. I mean, most of us don't. About being honest. Right. <laughs> I love reading when I have a chance to. Um, yes. Yes. You know, I switch I off. I enjoy it too. Yeah. Between fiction and nonfiction, it sort of keeps the brain juices flowing. What's that? I will say uh, Ready Player Two comes out, I think, later this year, and I would read that. That I'll read, too. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. that'll be a good one. But uh, in any case, let's run down this list of uh, people who are reading. Reading is fundamental. And, uh, for instance, you have this woman who's either on a bus or a subway, and she's just crashed out. She's got her uh, uh, computer bag in hand, and in her other hand is a book called How to Sleep Well. Apparently it's working because uh, she's crashed out on a commuter train, which I don't know if I'd ever trust uh, falling asleep in a public place like that. Uh, Maybe an airplane, but uh, not on a train or a bus. Right. (laughs) Here's one that makes me worry about uh, this woman and probably someone you won't want to date. Sitting there reading how to make friends and then kill them. Okay. That's a little harsh, but all right. right. My only hope is that maybe it's a uh, fiction book about, you know, a story, you know, and, and not a how-to, you know, you know, murder for dummies or, or whatever that might be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, again, another one that I don't know if I, I'd necessarily be dating this person uh, caught on a 
bus or a train, whatever it might be. Reading the book, why do so many incompetent men become leaders? Um, I mean, that's about as feminist a, as a book as you get, but uh, you know, it's also kind of true. You get a lot of people who, who lead because of the people around them, but end up uh, becoming more famous because uh, they have that little something that uh, they're able to use other people and, and that's the way they do. Yeah. I, I see it all the time in my job. How the <laughs> hell do they get there? All right. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, I think the uh, uh, an alternative title would be how do leaders uh, become so good at brown nosing? Because that's, that's really what it takes to become in these positions of power as opposed to you know really doing something. There is the exception, but uh, you never know. Yeah. See, you can you can move to the top. Exactly. Down and that knows it. Right <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on, Tony. Um, where do you fall on uh, Facebook comments? You know, for me, I, one of my favorite pastimes, you know, when I'm settling down at bed, is you know pulling up a polarizing article and then going through the comments and just watching people hash it out. Oh, I love it. Sometimes that's more entertaining and reading. Um, love the trolls. Um, <laughs> the troll comments are great. Um, there used to be this weird dude uh, you know, on sport comments. His name was Dolphin Fan, and he'd always be like, Dolphin's Fan here, and he'd post a picture of himself with duck lips. And it would set these people in a frenzy. They were like, you know, they'd bash this guy, and he just did it just to – it would just literally be like that right – like a uh, metaphor like that right log into the fire for it to just burn it always just seemed to keep that going it was nuts but it was very entertaining to read so oh good <laughs> for you <laughs> hey i'm it. a fan of that stuff i don't usually do it because i've learned things you say in social media always find a way to come back and bite you in the Ooh, ass so i just yes. don't really comment i'll sit back and watch but uh, i ain't one to uh, really go in and chime in so. hey Fair enough. Well, there's this woman who Unless was, it's positive. Yeah. Then I would. This woman who was caught on the subway, she printed out 15 pages of Facebook posts and comments just to read them. Uh, apparently, either her smartphone doesn't work, it's a subway, doesn't get reception, mm. but uh, hey, I guess that's one way to do it, right? Uh, no, that's weird. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, There's got to be something else better to read than that. You would think so, but uh, I don't yeah. know. Like I said, I enjoy reading the comments, especially when you've got two opposing sides going at it. And, uh, you know, maybe both sides are either right or both sides, which even better, are wrong. Yeah. All right. Moving on. That one's not. Uh, um, yeah. Here's one that would sort of go back to that leadership one. Uh, it's called Surrounded by Idiots. Um I would Surrounded say by freaking idiots here. How hard is it to get a laser beam on a freaking shark? Way to go, a-hole! <laughs> I mean, hello? I kind of think that should be common core reading because uh, these days, most of us are surrounded by idiots. Freaking idiots. All the time. <laughs> I think about that at times. Just, I'm like, oh, man. It's... I can't really even go into it because I'd be bashing anybody, you know. So, but yeah, I get that. I'm just gonna put everyday life. You encounter it. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, no examples. Tony, I think I found your Christmas present. This guy's caught reading a book called "Can Holding in a Fart Kill You?" Poop my pants. Well, the the longer you hold it in, the more toxic it be. 
Uh, well, you know, and it, it causes some gut issue, and it can make you make you hurt a little bit uh, oh, if you yeah. do it too much. But uh, especially if you're out on a date, you know, you got to hold it in, right, Tone? Oh, you do. And I remember meeting uh, my ex's uh, aunt and uncle for the first time. And we're going through Yellowstone, or not Yellowstone. I wish I'd been to Yellowstone, Yosemite, <laughs> and uh, I had to crack. I had to crack a limp biscuit, something fierce, and that thing <laughs> was bottled up. And I tell you what, like when it was done, that 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 echoed. It was like a thunderclasp through the Yosemite. <laughs> yeah, it's bound, it's bound to come when out at some time. I yeah. was in pain. Oh, I'm sure. Pain. I'm sure. I just didn't want to blow a blow blow a Sherboski in the car. <laughs> All right, moving on with our uh, people who were caught reading, uh, either ironically or uh, you know, just reading something funny. You have two ladies sitting there on the subway. One is reading a book called Before, the other reading a book called After. So I don't know if they planned it that way, but uh, it makes sense. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> moving on, here's a question that uh, everybody has. person reading a book called when will Jesus bring the pork chops? Get in my belly! It's a legitimate question, right? Right. You would think Jeez. it. Jeez! Jeez, what did you get? When's Jesus bringing the pork chops? I mean, I got the corporate. Yeah! <laughs> Jesus, where's the pork chops? Pork chops sound pretty good uh, right now. I do. <laughs> I can't cook pork chops to save my life. They're tough. You know, it, it's pork chops are a little bit like chicken where you have to make sure they're thoroughly done. Uh, they're not like beef where you can leave them a little pink on the inside. Uh, otherwise, uh, you're going to be reading that book. How to, you know, is it okay to hold into onto a fart or will holding on into a fart kill you? Whatever that book was called. All right, moving yeah. on with uh, the next one. This one's great, and I don't know if it's ironic, but uh, the guy's reading a book called How to Read a Book. <laughs> For real? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I don't know why I find that so damn funny, but that's getting a <laughs> you damn skippy. <laughs> and we'll post these on our Facebook page. So uh, a little bit later on, uh, head on to uh, facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. And you can see these for yourself. They are quite hilarious. Uh, speaking of hilarious, here's one that uh, it's the reason I'm a dog owner. Woman's reading a book that says, will my cat eat my eyeballs? You might want to you might want to reevaluate that having the cat. Yeah. Because that's kind of frightening. Like, if you have to worry if your cat's going to eat your eyeballs, bye-bye, kitty. <laughs> well, and you hear those yeah, horror meow, stories meow. about, uh, you know, these cat hoarders who have just a ton of them in their homes, and, and uh, they end up dying, and then the cats end up eating their bodies because there's nothing else. And that's worrisome. That is scary. Yeah, it's definitely... <laughs> And then here's one that, uh, given the way 2020 is going uh, before we head into the break, I think all of us need to read and need to pick up. It is the Zombie Survival Guide. Uh, yeah, it's just a matter of time. I swear people in their masks sometimes. 
It's only a matter of time before that happens. Yep. Required reading for sure. Well, folks, when we come back, we're heading to the final segment of the show. And as we do each and every day, it is going to be this day in history. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. We did it. We made it uh, not only back to the show after three weeks off through our new system, through our new network, Phoenix Media, but we made it through to the end of the show. Yes, it is the final segment. But if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, click on that, and you can get video, you can get audio as well. Or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? You damn right I'm not. Uh Uh-oh. Well, yeah, while, bring the Stay Puff to me. While you're there, be sure to subscribe so that way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. Sharing. Yeah, I can still remember a few lines. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. But uh, training wheels are off, and I think we did a pretty good job. But you know what? Not before we head out for the day with a segment we do each and every day. We're going to drop a little knowledge, drop a few laughs on you. It is This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. All right, I dropped the right one in there. That still makes me chuckle. (laughs) Could you imagine? Ryan Wink. And... uh, you know, unfortunately, Ryan is uh, no longer co-host of the show. Yeah, we mentioned it. it great. Thank the... you, Ryan, if you watch. Thanks for all that you did, buddy. We appreciate it. We always appreciate. Uh, but if uh, you are interested in being part of the show, we are looking for a third co-host who's available every day or pretty much every day from 8 to 10 a.m. Pacific time. So uh, if that's you, go ahead and reach out. But uh, let's go ahead and run down this day in history before we head out for the day. For instance, this day in 1216, King John of England loses his crown jewels in the wash as the flood tide swamps his wagons. Probably near Fordyke, perhaps near Sutton Bridge. Don't know where those are, but uh, could you imagine losing a crown of jewels and what that's probably worth? Oh, you figure back then if you stumbled upon that now. Whew. So, oh, or even stumbling upon it back then, you know, you could be at the, the bottom of wherever things washed out and, you know, you're just a peasant walking along and all of a sudden you pick up this crown of jewels and, oh, that would be nice. Yeah, you're like, well, I wonder how much this is worth. Um, let's go take it to Rick at the pawn shop. I'm sure he'll offer me a lowball offer. Yeah, I don't know if they had pawn shops back then, but uh, yeah, something well, along I'm those saying, lines. I'm saying if you found it now, you stumble upon it now, you go see Rick down in Vegas, you know. Good old Rick. And then Good you can be Rick. on Pawn Stars. And uh, didn't Chum Lee just yeah. get arrested or something? Which, yeah, yeah, he did. I don't know. All right. I don't know either. It's just funny that it just made me think of that. Like, you know, we are you willing to give it away for five dollars? <laughs> Ten's the best I'm going to do. <laughs> Moving on, this day in 1492. Does that year sound familiar, Tone? 
was it the year that Freddie sailed the ocean blue? Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Little Helm Street, uh, Freddie's Dead reference. Little there. reference there. Yeah, it's Columbus. Yes. Christopher Columbus's expedition makes landfall on a Caribbean island he named San Salvador. Likely San Salvador. The, likely uh, Waitling Island in the Bahamas. The explorer believes he has reached East Asia. And of course, that is when technically America is found. But being that it's the Caribbean, eh, you know, we still celebrate. And uh, when we go through today's holidays, you'll know why. Moving on, this day in 1518, Pontifical Ambassador interrogates Martin Luther. So if you're a Lutheran, this is the beginning of the Protestant Reformation. And so uh, Protestants and Lutherans never quite got along. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's weird that they're all Christian religions. We're not a religious show, so we won't get into that too much. No. But uh, in any case, just want to let you know that that happened this day in history. Ooh. Speaking of this day in history and religion, uh, this day in 1711, Charles VI is crowned Holy Roman Emperor in Frankfurt. That's Germany, for those of you that didn't. Frankfurt? Yes. Well, <laughs> Frankfurt. That's, uh, that's a Russian accent, not German. Sorry. <laughs> Moving on, this day in 1859, this guy was Kanye West before Kanye West was Kanye West. <laughs> the self proclaimed emperor of the u.s emperor norton issues an edict abolishing the u.s congress and there's a awesome picture of him uh, i assume during the civil war you know he's got that cool silver war beard and, and hair puffed out but uh, i can't imagine he got too far with his edict about uh, abolishing the u.s congress wow definitely kanye before kanye but is kanye even kanye Ooh. Talk about existential questions, right? Yes, right. <laughs> Moving on this day in 1900, again, something I wouldn't want to be the first of. The first modern submarine is commissioned in the U.S. Navy as the USS Holland, named for its designer, John Philip Holland. Our buddy Adam spent a lot of time on submarines. Luckily, it's gone through a lot of iterations since 1900. I oh, I would not want to be deep underwater on the very first commission submarine. No. And not unless it was the Beatles' yellow submarine. Then I'm okay. That's a good point. That's a good point. And then I'd be eating a sub sandwich from Porta Subs, which mm. I didn't have on this trip. <sighs> Blasphemy! I know! You're just going to have to come back now, Tone. Oh, oh darn. Yep. Yep. Oh, darn. Moving on, this day in 1901. Theodore Roosevelt renames the executive mansion as the White House. I didn't realize that it wasn't always called the White House. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that house is white. It is. There's a guy in there. <laughs> Corona free. It's huge. It's huge. He's immune. <laughs> We're not or a political I. show either, but... Uh, no, but it's the commercials today. I've heard that like four times on the commercial break. Right. Now that I can hear the commercials, I've got to hear that clip over and over. <laughs> All right. Let's move on with this day in history. This day in 1915, the <laughs> Ford Motor Company under Henry Ford manufactures its one millionth automobile at the River Road plant in Detroit. And uh, you could get a Model T in any color, just as long as it was black, according to Henry Ford himself. Wow. That yeah. hell of a color there, Henry. 
Hey, I'm glad it, that I'm glad you could find it on the road dead. <laughs> Saved Ford. on cost, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of Fords, I drive a Ford. Guess where it is? It's on the road. Dead. Dead. In a shop. By the way, any word, any word back on uh, when you're supposed to get it back? It was supposed to be a yeah, couple weeks, then it was a month. Before, and... Yeah. Yeah. No, it's been about four. This is week four or five. Um, they haven't even started it. It's still looking like a month and a half away. Seriously. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing I can laugh, and I'm not taking an Uber with Chance the Rapper or whoever the hell took me that one day. Conan the Barbarian, Conan LeBron, something like that. Yep. If he's ever famous, I rode in the back of his Uber. That's my claim to fame. <laughs> All right, moving on this day in 1929. Sad for Cubs fans until recently. The Cubs blow an 8-0 World Series lead. The A's score 10 points in one inning. And, of course, Oof. they never won the World Series again until, what, three years ago? Four years ago? 2016. Now? Okay, four years 2016, ago now. 2016, yeah. And then, you know, the the baseball, the way they did it this year, like all the top seeds had to play in a wild card rounds, which was stupid. They should have gotten a bye. They got bounced by the Miami Marlins, who are terrible this year, but made yeah. the weird playoff. Um, and they bounced the Cubbies this year. I mean, it's the way it goes. I would have loved to seen Cubs versus Dodgers, uh, but uh, you know, it's it, not what's happening. We get the Braves and Dodgers and the uh, it's going to be cheating Astros yep. and the uh, Rays. Yeah, it's going to be Astros Dodgers again, which me, yeah, I'm not looking forward to. But I'll I actually, in that case, I'll actually root for the Dodgers. Yes, as sick as that sounds, because just don't like the Astros now. Yep. But I digress. Let's move on this day in history. In 1931, Christ the Redeemer statue opened standing 30 meters high. That's 98 feet tall for us in the U.S. on top of Mount uh, Corsovado overlooking Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. And you've all seen us, that giant Jesus with his palms out. Uh, very cool. And uh, hopefully that, uh, um, you know, survives, you know, long into the future. Yeah. Yep. Moving on. Long time in the future. This day in 1933, gangster John Dillinger escapes from jail <clears throat> in Allen County, Ohio. The same day, this day in 1933, that uh, gangster George Francis Barnes, a.k.a. Machine Gun Kelly, is sentenced to life in prison. So one guy escapes, the other is sent to prison for life. For life. Because when you're a gangster, you're a gangster for life. <laughs> All right. And before we head out for the day on this Monday, let you guys uh, continue on. And uh, we'll have a new show tomorrow being a Tuesday. Let's run down some today's holidays. Holidays. As we mentioned, today is Columbus Day, or as some people uh, observe, Indigenous Peoples Day. So, uh, we don't judge either way, just as long as you observe it one way or the other. Today is Cookbook Launch Day. Don't know Launch why you... Launch that cookbook, mother lovers. But hopefully in that cookbook, you can find uh, one of these two things. It is National Gumbo Day. It is also ooh. National Pulled Pork Day, which, ooh, I could... Toasty! Love oh, me some yeah, pulled we'll pork. that up, baby. It is National Kick Butt Day, which I think we're doing pretty well here. Yes. It is International Moment of Frustration Scream Day. Please don't do it uh, over the air, but, uh, uh, you know, if you just need to scream, go ahead and scream. It is oh, yeah. Free Thought Day. 
Hopefully you guys get those free thoughts in. And then before we head out, it is World Arthritis Day. So, uh, you know, take care of those joints, people. In any case, uh, we thank you guys for joining us today. We will come back tomorrow with a brand new episode. And being Tuesday, we're going to be doing Animal Tales. We move from Wednesday to Tuesday, so you won't want to miss it. Folks, have a wonderful day. We'll see you all tomorrow. Goodbye.